Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that movie is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. Today's episode, I am talking about the Best Picture nominated film for the 2023 Oscars, Triangle of Sadness. This is a movie that came out last year, 2022, written and directed by Ruben Osland and stars Wood, uh, Harrison Dixon, uh, Charlie Dean, Dolly De Leon, Z uh, Zlotko Burek, and Woody Harrelson. This is a movie about two models who go on a luxury yacht cruise uh, with other very ultra-wealthy people. And things take a big turn. Uh, that is about as vague as I want to be. I want to be as very careful not to spoil this movie. I will have a spoiler section later on, as I always do. But this is a movie that I knew nothing about other than it was nominated for Best Picture. I knew that uh, this director had also done a film entitled Force Majeure. Uh, as well as others that I have not seen. I had seen the remake of Force Majeure, uh, which was not very good. I've heard the original is better. Uh, and I heard this movie was good. Other than that, I had no idea what this movie was about, other than I wanted to watch it because it's nominated for Best Picture. At the end of this week, I'm going to be ranking all of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture at this year's Academy Awards. So this being one of them, looking forward to it going to be ranking them a lot of reasons why I watched this movie and uh, overall I gotta say I love this movie and like some other movies I've watched recently it is a movie that when it started not knowing what it was about when it was starting for you know the first part of this movie the first act of this movie I wasn't a fan of this movie. I didn't know where this movie was going. But then it takes a turn and it becomes a movie that I absolutely loved. Absolutely loved. Uh, the setup of this movie, as I said, kind of takes a while. It's kind of a slow burn to get everything set up. But I tell you, when it turns, there is a turn in this movie. It is so well worth all of the slowly paced frustrating action things that are happening annoying nature of this movie that is the first almost the first half of this movie it is so worth the wait right this movie had me laughing cheering like literally cackling not just normal laughter like cackling and laughter this had me this had me like this movie full of dark humor no pull, no punches are pulled, right? If you've ever worked, I will say, if you've ever worked in the service industry on any level aspect of that, 
I would bet I, all of my money that I ever make in my entire lifetime that you would lo- love this movie. Uh, so let me kind of leave that there, that I would highly recommend this movie if any of those things kind of sound like, ooh, that sounds good. Amazing, amazing. Like, I had such a fun time watching this movie. So surprising. It is two and a half hours long. It takes its time to get started. But I'm telling you, once thing, once the rubber hits the road, metaphorically, in this film, it, it gets, not only does it get good, it gets so good and then only ups the goodness that it shows and portrays and the actions and the events of this movie only get better and crazier and like I had no idea where this movie was going right and I am so happy I did not watch the trailer I didn't even read the description and I would recommend do not do either of those things don't watch any trailers right don't even look at the trailer right even if the audio's off even to see images that the trailer shows is too much of a spoiler. It may not ruin the entire experience, but it will show you where this movie is going, and you don't want to know. You don't. It's so much better to go in as blind as possible into this movie. Highly recommend it. I, I recommend that for every single movie. I think trailers, the majority of the time, 99% of the time, trailers ruin movies. They do nothing to make a movie better ever. Never. Sometimes even the posters spoil things. Sometimes just the descriptions of movies spoil things. Just in the smallest ways. And I would say to try your best to avoid all of those things. Just go over. I think this movie is on Hulu. Could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu right now. Go over to Hulu. Don't look at the, don't look at anything. Just hit play. Don't don't look at don't read. Other than the title, Triangle of Sadness. Don't spend too much time looking at anything else. Just hit play. Watch the entire thing, and you will you will thank me. I'm pretty sure you'll thank me. You there's definitely, I guess some people maybe there'll be a warning later on. There's definitely, even if you're in the service industry, there's a small percentage of people that may not be able to watch this movie because of some of the things that happen, but they happen to people that you are kind of happy they're happening to, at least for me. So I would say amazing. Don't look at anything because I even read the description of this movie and the description of this movie, not on uh, IMDb necessarily. I think I read the description on Hulu itself and the description gives away too much. So don't do that. Right, this movie, it makes me, it just overall, in general, makes me so happy to watch a movie and not be spoiled. To just go on a ride and not know at all where things are going. Let alone having scenes and dialogue spoiled. And this movie also makes me happy not to be in the service industry anymore. Uh, You know. Just I, food service, sales, uh, even doing driving with like Uber and Lyft, delivery, like food delivery, all of the things that I've done in my life to make money and to survive that is not making art, that is not recording a podcast, but everything that kind of requires me to deal with people, 
it, it's just my opinion. Most people are kind of disgusting, horrible monsters. Uh, at least if you if you work in the service industry enough, that is, you know, people can be nice. People can be nice ninety percent of the time, but the moments where they are the worst kinds of people are usually to somebody who is worked is in a uniform, has a name badge, and is clocked in somewhere. Those are the people that get even the nicest people will turn into assholes, and maybe not everybody, but most people, especially. Maybe around the holiday season. Maybe people just coming out of a place that absolves them of all their sins. Uh, at least in my opinion. Anyway. Right. Triangle of Sadness. And apparently this... I, not to... This won't spoil anything. But something very interesting that I found out. The title of this movie refers to many aspects of this movie, I would say. But in the beginning, you find out... The, the title is spoken by a character, which is always a fun moment when a movie does that, when a piece of dialogue is actually the title of the movie. But apparently it's the, the triangle that forms on your forehead when you're sad. They call it the triangle of sadness. And when I started watching this movie, I thought that was in reference to what this movie was trying to make the audience feel. Trying to make the audience feel sad. I was very wrong about that assumption. But either way, interesting that that's what that's called. I don't think that spoils anything. Just an interesting factoid that I learned from this movie. Uh, and, uh, you know, part of this movie is male modeling. You find out a little bit about male modeling. You find out it's not about modeling, right? Uh, fashion, fashion industry. I mean, when this movie starts, it is these male models auditioning to be part of a fashion show. And so when I thought this movie, when this movie started, I thought, oh, this is going to be like a commentary on male modeling or a commentary on the fashion industry. It's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Uh, and I was kind of interested because fashion and modeling and those things are so far removed from any kind of reality that I exist in. I don't. I don't, I've never really cared about fashion. Uh, I don't, I'm not a fashionable person. I'm colorblind. So a lot of the times the clothes that I'd worn throughout my life didn't quote unquote match. So it's oblivious to me. And just that lifestyle of being emaciated and unhappy all the time uh, is, is kind of, I don't know. It's just such a weird, it's such a weird existence. And I thought maybe this was, I was like, okay, that's going to be interesting. Despite the fact that I feel like most of that is just a bunch of people who are very pretentious and arrogant and fake. You know, people that are into those sorts of, th not necessarily, that's a very blanket statement to, to make about people who are into fashion and things. But people in that industry, I don't know, it's just, uh, they're very, there's a lot of different aspects of the overall art industry that turn me off to even being a participant in it and uh, the, the pretentiousness and the arrogance and just the overall fake, this kind of demeanor people put on to act like they are superior, their opinions are superior, that their thoughts and ideas are somehow superior uh, is, is kind of disgusting. And they're just a bunch of things that, you know, are valued in certain industries and th certain things that I just, I, I had the complete opposite uh, feeling towards, right? 
This is a movie where you sympathize, let me say. You sympathize with people that are in this movie. And uh, I don't know. I, I should probably don't. I don't even want to talk too much into those things. That those things even exist in this movie yet. Till before I get to spoilers, right? And I would say, like, the movie itself when I noticed things start to like, oh, here we go, right? Where I felt like, oh, this is this is the movie I'm here. This is where it's got, like, this is where I f started getting the inkling of like, oh, what I thought this movie was about isn't. It's setting up a lot of things, a lot of characters, and once there's a turn and you see where this movie is going, takes about an hour. It's a two-hour and 30-minute movie, so... The majority of the movie is amazing. And I would say that the last hour and a half of this movie is so much better because you spent that solid hour getting to know these people, their situation they're in, the kind of things that that's like so concerning to them. And like it is well worth that slow burn annoyance to get to where everything changes and, and things get like crazy, right? Like you have, I'm not in spoilers yet, right? No, this is just because some of these things in my notes are even more spoilery than I want to uh, speak about. I mean, there's moments in this, in the beginning of the movie, where two characters are, like, arguing at a table at a restaurant. And it's a situation that's kind of like a situation you would see in Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is a show that I am not into. I love Seinfeld, have tried many times to get into Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's just so frustrating and uncomfortable to watch that show. Because of the things that are complained about. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's not the same for me as Seinfeld at all. Where Seinfeld I love. Where Curb is a little bit too real and just feels like privileged people complaining about dumb shit. And there's a moment in this beginning of this movie where I was like, okay, this is kind of like Curb Your Is this what the movie's going to be like? Very, like, even less funny Curb Your Enthusiasm, where there's going to be all these kinds of difficult, uncomfortable arguments and conversations. That is just part of setting these characters up, right? I want to get into spoilers. Enough of this dancing around, right? Enough of this dancing around. I'm going to get into spoilers. This is a great movie. It's also a movie, I should say, that it, it definitely, some of the themes that it discusses is themes of, like, the haves and have-nots, the wealthy people, and the everyday working class type of a person. You see how power dynamics in society can change, like, when those things are changed, how different, how massively different everything gets. You see how absurd it is, how people are treated so much differently who have certain things that 
you know, like whether it's money or beauty, how certain people are treated a certain way for no other reason but those things. And then the people that actually do the work that make everything run how they are always treated like the lowest rung of concerned and like level of humanity. And this movie flips those things on their head in an amazing way. So the themes that this movie discusses, very interesting. And uh, like the, the, there's aspects of this movie that if you've worked as, you know, if you're somebody that works a job, you do work, you make somebody else a billionaire and you're getting, oh, I don't know anywhere or any like an hourly wage almost of any kind because most places that are giving people hour i mean even if you're a salary person if you're the person that does all of the work does the dirty work does the hard work and meanwhile your ceo makes a million percent more money than everybody else then you're gonna enjoy this movie and it really like the power dynamics change in the most interesting ways though the ride that you go on where this movie ends versus where you start is so completely different so completely removed from anything i would have thought now of course if i had seen the trailer or anything or read a description then i probably would have not been as surprised i would have expected to get there at some point which takes so much of the joy of watching this movie and being on this ride away but there are times in this movie where i am like out loud saying oh shit like putting my fist in front of my face i'm reeling i am like cringing i am like my mind is being blown with what i am seeing happen like the the level the absolute like there are moments in this that like reminded me of scenes watching a jackass movie where you're just seeing things that you wouldn't necessarily expect to ever have seen and now you're seeing them and because certain things are happening to certain people it is so positive <laughs> it is cringy but in the most positive way uh and um you know clapping cheering i had all the emotions watching this movie right it does so much speaks about capitalism speaks about it's just it's it, it's all of the things all of the things right definitely one of my favorite movies this would have been i recently did my top five movies of last year i hadn't seen this movie yet this would have been either my number two or number three slot it would have been Everything Everywhere All at Once, probably RRR, and then this movie, maybe switch RRR in this movie, but I think it would be top three, easy, um, and an amazing movie. So, let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about Attention, attention All Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor Show, Show fans. fans! We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support 
for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. I want to get into spoilers. I'm tired of dancing around on this thing. Right? A warning. Do not listen or watch this unless you've already watched the movie. Please. I mean, obviously, do whatever you want. But don't watch the trailer. Don't read any descriptions. Just go to Hulu. Hit play. Come back. Listen to my thoughts. See? See how my thoughts and your thoughts may align or disalign after you actually watch this movie. You can pause. You can pause and come back. But I would not watch this or continue if you haven't watched this movie. Right? Especially if you're somebody that works or has worked at any point in the service industry. Right? Every, you know what? And I would say every CEO, every millionaire or billionaire who maybe is watching or listening to this, you should watch it too. You should watch it too. But, you know, you, you might not enjoy it as much. So anyway, this movie starts. Okay, this spoiler section. Okay, this movie starts. And I'm thinking this is some commentary on modeling. It's like this guy doing a video about these guys waiting to audition to be part of like some runway performance or whatever. And they're talking about modeling. They're talking about kind of the modeling industry, right? It shows... And there's also this relationship between these two models, this man and woman who are both models. She is, you know, we already find out because of this movie that women get three times paid, get three times more. It's like the one industry where women get paid exponentially more than men. Right. And there's this dynamic in this relationship of these two models where the woman gets paid way more and she still acts and behaves in a way where um, the man in the relationship is assumed to pay for everything that is one of the uncomfortable curb your enthusiasm kinds of discussions that they have at a restaurant the bill is put down he notices she doesn't even flinch act like she's even even though she said she was going to pay for it doesn't even consider reaching for it just waiting for him to do it and then when he does it and then brings it up she's like oh i'll do it right but obviously not really wanting to do it and we find out not even able to do it but it's like this uncomfortable conversation uncomfortable argument of these two people arguing over who's going to pay the bill like could easily be could would not be surprised if there is multiple instances on curb your enthusiasm about this topic about who pays the bill why why is it just so automatic in a world where everybody's supposed to be equals for men to be assumed to just pay for the bill and that's not always but this situation right and i'm like okay and it's like the less funny version not that i'm even enjoy curb your enthusiasm but this is just frustrating it's just uncomfortable right and then they have an argument they go back to the hotel and under his breath like he leaves and he's just walking through the hotel and he like murmurs under his breath bullshit feminists like after their argument right clearly she pretends to be a feminist but then 
is still acting in these arcane kind of arbitrary roles of sex dynamics, gender dynamics, right? And she comes back and she admits to him that she was manipulating him. And she does, she like just does it automatically, right? She noticed that she was doing it. And as she does it, you know, it doesn't bother her, doesn't, and I'm like, okay, well, at least like her admitting that, like that made me enjoy this movie a little bit more because like okay at least like there's some self-awareness and we're not just maybe this is going to dig deeper into that kind of situation it doesn't right and they're dating because it's like a business thing for them right two models dating is only going to help elevate both of their instagram followers and that's all they care about because she knows as a model She's only got a finite time to make her money. And then she's not going to go work at a grocery store. She's not going to go get a normal job. She, like, her out that she is openly knows and tells him is that she's got to get, she's got to marry some rich guy, right? That's her out. When when time is, she's going to be the, the trophy wife, right? That's her, that's her business. That's her life plan. So he couldn't be unless... He gets rich somehow, which he's in an industry where he makes three times less than her. So it's 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 a relationship that has an expiration date on that. And they're open about that. It's like, okay, that's interesting. Right. And he's like, I bet you that I'm going to make you fall in love with me. I was like, oh, this is what the movie about. It's like a like a romantic drama thing. And maybe it's trying to be a comedy. Right. Maybe trying to be like a romantic comedy like a curb but with romance it's not what this is about <laughs> but that's like okay for me watching this i'm like looking for anything in this movie to be like okay please be interesting please don't just make me feel uncomfortable and disgusted at these people that make tons of money and they're complaining over the most trivial bullshit right also kind of reminding me of past relationships which is just like i don't need to be reminded of my most toxic relationships in a movie that i'm not really enjoying anyway right but these like bets that oh, i'm gonna make you fall in love with me she's like okay yeah let's see see that happen i'm like okay yeah let's see how he does it right and then this movie's like chapters and that's like the first chapter right about these two people her name's like Yaya or something like that. What's her name? Um, Carl and Yaya. That's what the first chapter is, right? And then we get to the second chapter, which is the yacht, right? So they are going on this trip, this model couple. They're going on this trip, this, uh, this luxury yacht that, like, other ultra-wealthy people go on, which... Since we're on spoilers, the descriptions say they are on a cruise with billionaires. Now, I don't know that many billionaires. I only know a couple, right? The ones that are in popular culture, like an Elon Musk or Jeffrey Bezos. I can't imagine any of those guys going on a luxury yacht that is shared with other people. I would imagine they all own their own private yachts. And don't want to share their recreational time with just other people who bought tickets. But anyway, so I don't buy that this 
luxury yacht is full of billionaires, as the description says. It's probably, definitely, probably very wealthy people that, you know, like to go, like they don't go on trips on the water enough to want their own, but they will go where the experience is going to be very high end and they kind of can get whatever they want and they can kind of, you know, it is, it is, and they're around other wealthy people. They don't have to be around normies, right? And then again, both of the models that are out sunbathing, taking pictures, like he's always taking tons of pictures for her, right? He's her photographer, right? And he takes some pictures of himself. And there's a crew member that takes off his shirt and says hi to her. And she says hi. And the, the boyfriend's like, another uncomfortable argument about like oh, are you flirting with the guy like would you like that if i was like laughing and flirting with like some female and it's just like oh my god is this happening and while this argument is happening there's a fly that is buzzing around so you know this is intentional because not only is this fly constantly in frame buzzing around but there is audio of this fly buzzing around and it is loud audio right this is intentionally there the director made sure that there is loud buzzing fly audio buzzing around these people as if they're two piles of shit which i don't know where this movie is going but it just only adds to my frustration adds to like why am i watching this thing it is so frustrating like i don't care about these people i don't care about their like i'm at this point i'm like i don't care if he gets her to love them i don't like him I don't like her. I don't like the influencer kind of like I just uh, everything revolves around their own aesthetics and everybody else is like, ew, get away from me. Right. Very it's it's uh, so the fly adding to that, like while I'm watching very like flies bug the shit out of me. I got a fly flying around here while I'm recording. And before I hit record, I'm like, this fly is going to make me go insane because it's going to be flying around and it's happening in the scene and it's annoying and it's it's clearly intentional while watching this scene. Right. And they're taking their pictures like she's pretending to eat pasta, even though she doesn't eat pasta, but, she, you know, taking all the the fake Instagram photos like, oh, they're having this amazing time on this luxury cruise that they were given tickets to they didn't pay for it but that's one of the types of privileges you have as a beautiful person in the world you get free things the same thing as if you're ultra wealthy wealthy people famous people they get free stuff all the like the people that don't need free shit get free shit all the time all the time so they're on this luxury yacht because they got free shit And then, like, there's a scene where he sees the crew member that he complained about. He's like, ah, oh, he goes down and talks to, like, the head of the crew. And it's like, there's this crew member, and he took his shirt off, and he's, like, you know, kind of annoying. And then she's like, oh, I'll, t I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. You know, they're good at what they do. You know, they, they want those tips at the end of the trip. And he sees this guy get kicked off the boat, right? And he's, like, all sad. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm thinking all this stuff is part of it. It's not. None of this is part of it. Him trying to get this woman to fall in love doesn't matter. His regret over this guy ultimately probably saved this guy's life. 
right? Then you have this old lady, this rich old lady, who thinks she's like, oh, I'm doing this amazing thing. I'm going to have the crew join me. I have this waitress, this woman who's waiting on me hand and foot. She's going to join me in that. She's going to, I'm going to wear switch roles. I'm going to pretend to be doing her job. And then she can pretend to be me. This is going to be so fun, right? This, this like cosplaying as a worker type of thing. Meanwhile, they never actually do any work. But it's so like recreational for wealthy people to do this like cosplaying as a normie. And you see this old woman, this rich woman, whose husband has his side piece there, or maybe it's his daughter. I don't really know. But clearly, she he buys her whatever. He's the shit king. He made all his money selling fertilizer. And his wife is like, ooh, I'm this. I'm like, she's probably patting herself on the back. It's like, ooh, I'm giving these crew members this amazing opportunity to enjoy themselves at work. And she somehow convinces them to all go swimming. Right, So they end up having to get the entire crew from the server people to the cleaning staff to the engine room to the cooking staff lined up in like the most unhappy line of people waiting to go down this inflatable slide that goes into the water just one after the other. And the, the, the rich old lady's like, yay, this is, I'm so amazing. Look at all the fun I'm creating. Meanwhile, they're like, all of our work is going to be shit now because we're falling behind. We're not having fun. We're just single file line going down the slide after going down the slide. It is sad to watch. And it's just, you, you have like these people that like this, another old lady complaining about the sails being dirty and there are no sails on this luxury yacht. And even after she's told that there are no sails, she's like, Oh, honey, there was in the brochure. There were sales, right? Yes, honey, there were there were sales. We saw it in the brochure. Like, there's so many people. This, like, it's like all this. These old rich people are triggering me to the days where I had to work in the service industry. And these people would come in, and they think that they're being they're completely bonkers, just like so, like batshit crazy. Have no idea what they're talking about. And, like, because they're so used to just everybody agreeing with them because they're wealthy and, like, you know, people don't want to lose their livelihoods because they disagreed. They just have to go along. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, we'll make sure those sales get clean. It's, like, so mind-numbingly frustrating. All of these things, right? And then there's the – and, of course, Woody Harrelson is amazing. It was, like, he was a breath of fresh air when he finally comes out. He's this captain who's wasted. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Okay. I'm just looking for any morsel in this movie to be like, please give me something to like. And then there's the captain's dinner where the captain finally comes out. He's like barely understands what's going on. Seeing everybody before it starts, you see that the, the yacht is like heavy, like rough waters. They, things are moving during this meal. And this is the moment where things start to go insane this is the moment where everything like comes together all of these people whether it's the shit king guy whether it's these model influencer people whether it's the old couple who sells grenades have made their fortune selling arms to governments right they make military weaponry 
like talking about how like the Geneva code hurt their business. All of these like horrible people that this this the thing is taking its time setting up, making me hate, making me hate this movie for showing me these people. And then the captain's dinner happens. And this is the moment where everything changes, right? This is extra spoilers if you're still watching. Where like the by far the most visceral and accurate throwing up of one person after another you have all the like the servers like trying to encourage them to eat as a way to keep them from throwing up and they're all drunk the the boat's like going side to side and it is the most accurate vomiting i have seen in anything like it looks like everybody's visibly throwing not everybody but it's like one after the other and it's like I'm like enjoying the fuck out of this. I am cheering. I am cackling. I am cringing like because it's disgusting. Now, people that don't like if you're a emetophobe, you don't like vomit. This is probably a just get past this. It's, people don't puke forever, but this is definitely the turning point. And it's like part of it is the food. They're eating all kinds of seafood that had to be put on hold while they were and the cook is like the food's gonna go bad so part of it is the boat shaking back and forth part of it's the food probably went bad so everybody has seasickness everybody probably has food poisoning except for the captain he's eating a burger and fries and everybody else is eating these like super fancy dishes and they're all throwing up it is like chaos people are falling down a guy like has a a heart attack it is like absolute chaos i am loving it because all these people are like it's like the sea in this movie the ocean in this movie is attacking all of these horrible people in the best way it is so great right and it gets to the point where they like get back to their cabins still throwing up in the hallways throwing up everywhere just like it is chaos somebody has a baby like which is just mind-blowing that a baby would be allowed on a luxury yacht it shows like this naked old dude who's like exploding out of both ends on his toilet it is like so viscerally disgusting and at the same time absolutely epic and absolutely amazing Right. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote. Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must-have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now Let's get back to the show. And meanwhile, you have, as this dining hall clears out, you have the shit king, this Russian guy who got rich selling fertilizer, you know, having a blast with the captain. They're going back, sharing 
quotes the 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 rich shit king guy is throwing like pro-capitalist anti-communist anti-socialist quotes at the captain the captain is throwing pro-socialist anti-capitalist quotes wrote right back at him i'm like yes i love this captain it's like this is so amazing and then the you know the russian guy's like oh look at us i'm a russian capitalist and you're a american communist right i love it and you know and woody harrelson's like holding his own getting this guy wasted they're playing like a card game was like guess if the cards red or black and he's just like making this russian drink shot after shot of of whiskey getting completely wasted everybody else is in complete hell this is like hell on the ocean for these people right it is amazing and then you have this russian somehow gets to the captain's quarters where there is a microphone for the pa system and he gets on there and he's just like wasted and he's like telling everybody the ship is going down so everybody gets freaking out they're like dying they're vomiting the ship's going all over the place they put on like their life vests it is like the worst kinds of like things are happening to these people are living in their their hell this is hell for them and i am loving every bit of it i'm like yeah, it just keeps getting worse for them. It keeps getting worse. Oh, now there's this PA system. There's this Russian on this PA system saying that the boat is going down and laughing. And it's just like the most, it is like, it is like Satan on the microphone telling them they're all going to die, right? And then you see like the maids come out to start cleaning up the mess in the dining room. Right. And they're all like well-oiled machine. They've dealt with all of this before. They got their headphones on. And then the heavy metal music kicks in. I'm like, this movie just goes up another notch. I'm like, yeah, here we go. And they're just scrubbing the ground. It's like, there's this heavy metal music going on. I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Right. And then this movie goes even harder. Right. You have back to the rich people puking, shitting. Right. Then you see the toilet start to overflow. I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Like this is every bad thing that could be happening to this people just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's like, yes, this is like justice, just like the most smallest speck of universal justice to all these people who just shit on everybody treat everybody like they're worthless and now they actually the one moment in their entire existence they're being treated in like all of those ways that they've treated everybody is being condensed and concentrated back in their face right and so the toilet's overflowing with the most disgusting shit right there's just shit going it's like the scene almost in in uh the shining but instead of blood flowing out of an elevator it is just hallways just flooding with shit and then the power goes out right because they're trying to cut off the microphone because they keep going on him and what they're both wasted the captain and the shit king they're wasted they're locked in the room they're not letting him in and they're just terrifying everybody talking on this microphone and uh, trying to cut the power out, there's a scene where somebody's going through with a flashlight. All these wealthy people look like just the saddest refugees, right? That they would gladly kick out of every country. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even like take a moment's thought to not help them whatsoever. And they're like these 
sad huddled masses right in their their life vests just like so pathetic just sitting down it's amazing and then you have the captain going on the microphone spouting just like he wrote some stuff spouting all the atrocities the united states has responsible for right this, our government killed the kennedy brothers they killed martin luther king they killed malcolm x right we've we're responsible for throwing countless legitimately elected democratic countries over and over again we went to the middle east and we carved that place up and we caused like endless wars just going through all of the atrocities that the united states is like responsible for that all of these people in some ways have like benefited from right especially the arms dealers right and it's like goes until the next morning like cut to the next morning wide shot of this yacht you can still hear woody harrelson the captain over the pa still spouting the things so it's like all night these people have been covered in shit puking shitting they wake up the next morning and the pa is still going probably never went to sleep pa still going and in this wide shot you slowly see a boat approaching and you don't know what's on the boat you just see this thing it looks almost like a raft it's like oh is there a raft out there floating towards them it is pirates it's somali pirates that are showing up and it's like oh my god this movie is just keeps going and there's this scene of the old couple who made all their money selling grenades and the old lady looks down and she's like, oh, I think this is one of our models. And she picks it up and she looks at it. She hands it to her husband who's like puts on his reading glasses and he's like realizes that the pin's out. He's like, oh, no. Cut to the wide shot again. And just like this of smoke where they were standing. And it's like, oh, shit. Like this movie will not stop. And I'm loving it. It's like. I did not, it's like, oh my God, Th to think that like, oh, there's going to be these pirates that are going to come and that they're going to now just get killed. And then later there's a much larger explosion that happens and it's like, holy shit. Like what you see here, like gunfire and there's the, the bigger explosion. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm like, cheer and fuck. Yes. These people got they got got by their own product it was amazing it's amazing and then cut to i had no idea where this movie was going cut to a select few stranded on an island they wash up on some island i'm like where is this movie going and then you see this is where you see really the power dynamics because there's this boat that shows up that has one of the cleaning ladies in it, Abigail. And there's some supplies in there. And when they go to this boat, they get her to open it up. The The head of the, the crew is like still bossing her around as if she's some employee, as if she's employed by somebody at this point, as if she's still working on the yacht. She's like, Dick, get the thing, get the thing, get all these things. We need to get all these things out to here. Right. And Abigail's like, it felt so bad. I'm like, oh, no. Like, even in this situation, she's being treated like this, just this employee that's not getting paid, but the power dynamic is still there. 
and it's like oh my god it's uh, like uh all that joy i felt with like everything happening the night before the pissing the shitting the vomiting the the pirate attack the exploding boat the gun all those things the pa system it was like oh no it's back to these people pampering these rich people for no there's like no reason for that and eventually when she catches the fish when abigail catches the fish she starts the fire she cooks the fish and they're divvying up the food and she's like one for you one for me one for you one for me i'm like yes please yes and then she's like "Uh uh-uh this isn't mine listen i may have been the toilet inspector or whatever on the ship but there's no yacht this is where we are right there i'm the toilet person here i'm the captain who's the captain she starts asking everybody you're the captain oh here's a little piece of fish like you're right she becomes the queen of this situation this person who was just this filipino cleaning lady who was even when she landed there with all the supplies in this like rescue boat treated like some lowly servant just do this abigail go do this abigail and now she's like no i am the i am the captain now right that's that move that from captain phillips i am the captain now amazing i'm like yes abigail yes even goes to like makes the 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 model dude her like little personal sex toy like i love once they're on the island it's like the peak and you see how absolutely worthless absolutely worthless all these wealthy people are how absolutely helpless they are when faced with actual reality when faced with having to actually do something for their own survival they still act as selfish and self-centered as ever and to see abigail have the power and punish them like the two guys who are supposed to watch the fire they don't and they end up eating all the pretzels it's like oh my god like i love abigail i love abigail And then you see, like, even still, you see how horrible these people are when bodies start floating to the the thing and the shit king sees his wife. He's, like, holding her in his arms. He's, like, crying. And then without a beat, he starts taking all the jewelry off of her, right? As he's, like, still kind of crying, but really more concerned with getting that jewelry. Like, even still showing the true nature of these people, right? There's a scene where the guy, there's like this donkey and it goes from like this absolute joy, like this victory of these, like this primal victory of these dudes that think that they just, they killed a donkey. And to realize that that instantly went to trauma as they realized they didn't actually kill the donkey and to see what it actually takes to kill the donkey, to see that guy go from like and the other guys that were like cheering him on to go from like yeah we did it we're men and then it's like oh we didn't do it and it's like oh my god that was just the most horrific thing that they've ever had to do like really seeing what the dirty work is that like their assumptions of how easy things are in the real world and to be confronted with the reality and the brutality of things that are actually happening like this movie puts it in all of their faces in the best ways you know and then the end of this movie a bit ambiguous 
I mean, you could kind of tell. I mean, it's just this. It's kind of a sad ending, I would say, right? Because you have reality crashing back in where you have Abigail as the leader. She's somebody that had no power before. She's put in this position where she has all of the power because everybody else is dependent on her. They would not survive if not for Abigail, right? And all of their money is meaningless, right? She is the power dynamics of everything have completely changed in a way that could never happen in any other situation. And when reality comes crashing back and you see that these worthless like model people are now again have the power and are like offering to give her scraps and it's like to see what she looks like she's about to do is like so tragic because it doesn't matter like the moment of power she had the moment of superiority and control and 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 like she was the top shit she was the 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 most powerful person in that community for that little space and time when that when they go back to the when capitalism and the quote-unquote civilized society comes back to slam them in the face it is like so tragic that it's like you know what does it mean if she did or did not do what it seems like she was going to do doesn't matter she's she has no she's just going to go back to cleaning the people these wealthy people that are now going to live they're not going to keep their word but even if they do what are they going to do they're going to like throw her some pocket change like even if they gave her like a hundred thousand dollars right that's not that's nothing to them that's absolutely nothing to them and that's like you know it's uh, her life is just back to what it used to be just back to being at the bottom of the barrel of society and just so tragic how it ends but like there's so many great moments of like yes abigail she's my i loved abigail she's my favorite character in this movie by far by far and it's so unique you never see a little filipino woman as this like master of the universe so awesome so amazing you know she went from toilets to being the captain and then back to nothing and just it just just like that once society comes coming back it just it's 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 sad it's so sad that moment it's so sad um but anyway right this movie where it started I regretted my decision. I like, why am I going to review this on Monday? It's just going to be horror. I like, I'm, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough movie to get through. I had no idea where it was going to be, where it was going, you know, and I was annoyed. I hated the characters, had no idea where it was going. And once the captain dinner starts and everything changes, I'm like, it just got better and better and better. Everything changed for the best. Up until the very end. I never would have guessed that there was going to be a massive diarrhea, vomiting, bad sea, power going out, uh, socialist, uh, reading all of the things that are horrible with, with capitalism and, 
and the United States government and all these like the worst hell on earth for all of these people. And then for them to get stranded, had no idea it was going to go there, which is in the trailer. There's a picture of them stranded. It's like, oh, that would have ruined it. I know. Like when they showed up on the beach, like after the boat blew up, after the the pirate attack, I'm like, where is this movie going? And to see like some of them survive and washed up. I thought it was like maybe it's going to be some hostage situation on the boat. Nope. Everywhere I thought this movie was going to go, it went somewhere else in the best way. And even at the end, had no idea that they would find that they are happened to just be on a resort, find some luxury elevator at the beach. And it's like, man, man, so good. I want to watch all this director's movies. He doesn't have a lot of them, so... Um, this is the first English-speaking film, too, so I love it, man. And I guess, thematically, his other movies are very similar <laughs> as far as uh, taking it to the wealthy and privileged. Uh, so I'm all for that, for sure. Um, but I absolutely love this movie, man. You know, uh, it, this movie hits so hard in the best ways. And w just never thought, never, never, like, to see, I never would have thought I would have been so happy to see a bunch of people puking, a bunch of people like, 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 I know what it feels like to have horrible food poisoning where you're like literally exploding out of both ends, naked on a toilet, and it doesn't, just things are coming out. And to see that into, and to see that happen to horrible people is so joyous and uh, absolutely loved it. Love this movie. And I want to thank everybody for tuning into this absolutely long review. Um, I hope I didn't, <clears throat> I hope you didn't get spoiled. And even if you did go watch the movie I'm telling you, go watch the movie. Uh, but I want to thank you all for tuning into the Ray Taylor show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the triangle of sadness. And it was in many ways, the triangle of joy for a big chunk of that movie. An hour and a half of that movie was so joyous. And you would, I wouldn't have had that joy if I didn't start off with that pain at the beginning. I think this movie does a great job with allowing you to appreciate these good moments that happen later on in the movie. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new movie or TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube if you're watching this. But until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today, Today is, is the, the day, day where, where you, you wake, wake up and you realize, realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.